0: Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. Today, I am joined by Colleen Cavanaugh. As a mother, Colleen was struggling to find food companies that made nutritious, dense foods, but also met the needs of the many dietary restrictions that her family was at the time juggling with. That is what inspired Colleen to create Zago, making goods, clean foods that showed customers what exactly was in the products, as well as the purity test results of the product. Wow, what an undertaking. Welcome, Colleen. Thank you very much. Colleen, you have a journey of many mothers. We enter motherhood, and we don't know what to expect. Were there any struggles that you faced while you started um, Zago, and what were some of the challenging parts, and how did you overcome that as a mom? How did this come about? What was the journey that brought you to even think to start your own entity and firm?
1: Well, I had kind of a classic mother story of we had a need in our family that wasn't being met in the marketplace. And so I decided that that was a great opportunity to start a business and also to um, serve that need for other families as well, because this was the beginning of the food allergy spike. My kids are in their late teens, early 20s now, so that was sort of the start of that whole, um, it's not really a trend, it's just an, an ongoing problem that seems to be increasing. Um, and I realized that we had celiac disease, dairy intolerance, and my son was very sugar sensitive. And then our schools went nut free. So once I had to combine all of those needs for both my kids and my communities, there wasn't any company that was making things that I felt good about giving to my kids to eat um, that was safe for them as well. And so, and so I decided to start a food company. Uh,
0: wow. That's, that You say that so offhandedly as if that's a simple thing to do. You know, well, it's not. It, it's not a simple <laughs> thing to do. That, that was my naivete. Well, I guess we all have, have to have that. Do. If we didn't have that naivete, we wouldn't jump in, would we?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Though I have learned a lot, and I definitely would have people contact me and ask me, hey, I have a great recipe, or I'm selling some you know, pies to the local bakery, and I want a co-packer, and, you know. So you kind of want to jump in, and I definitely have some advice that I've learned um, the hard way, and I'm happy to share with folks.
0: Yes, you're a great one, and and that's what we do as women. I think we share, and it's like, here you are, mom, and you've decided that there's a real need that you need to meet, and you kind of are uh, desiring to do this, but what were some of the most rewarding parts? I know we just said that we jump in and we say, oh, my gosh, what have I done? But there had to be some rewarding parts of having successful clean food company that that you saw benefit your own children. But there's also some bumps in the road. Can you share both the rewarding part and maybe some of the things that you wish you had known when you decided to jump in the water?
1: Yeah, let me do the rewarding part because it's so singular um, and we could spend forever on the bumpy road. So on the the great side, I get emails and phone calls almost daily from customers across the country um, telling me that they are so thankful for our brand, for our products, um, for the care that we put into what we do, whether because their family has multiple um, allergies and so it's a life or death situation for them, or they want to eat really cleanly because they're either trying to avoid disease or maybe they're overcoming cancer and they're trying to keep it from coming back or you know whatever their reason is that they specifically need a product and a brand that they can really trust to provide them with the cleanest food possible. Um, they just love us and they tell us that all the time. Uh, we're the only company. Zigo is the only company that is testing for all of these pesticides and heavy metals and allergens and posting the results through the QR code on every single product that we make. So it's the ultimate in transparency, and they know that they can rely on us. So we, we take worry out of those moments in your day and in your life and in your time raising your kids that are the most stressful. So you're stranded in a soccer field and there's nothing to eat, Um, you know, in the middle of a, an area that there's not a lot of, um, you know, Types of places like Whole Foods where you might be able to get specialty products, that type of thing, or you're traveling and you threw a box of Vigo bars into your travel bag just in case, and it turns out that was all you could eat for 48 hours because of various circumstances. Wow. So we—that is the part that really keeps me going.
0: And also, I know um, that in the education field, for teachers, it's so hard because some of these allergies and some of these food restrictions are really life-threatening, and You know, when you don't have it, I think that we sometimes forget and and we don't have the emotional, um, you know, feelings that we should for for what some of these families are going through. Um, I know one particular family that their child has some of these restrictions and um, they've actually changed to make it easier even just having the cooking um, of the family to everyone kind of uh, eat healthier and uh, stick to those dietary restrictions. It was just... Um, for fear of making a mistake and the threat of the child. So you are really, yeah. in many ways, giving back to society by doing this.
1: Um, well, and, and, and it helps that since we have this experience with doing the traceability it's kind of a provenance-based blockchain that we've set up, um, we're, we're really positioned well to be the leading brand in the traceability around Roundup and glyphosate and other pesticides and heavy metals that we now know are in food because there's been some nonprofit um expose reports on this in the past two years. So we are really leading the industry and saying, consumers, you should you deserve to know. You have a right to know if there are residual amounts of these things in your food. You can decide whether or not it's you think it's okay to eat, but the company should have an obligation to give you access to their test results and to be testing. Because a lot of companies aren't testing at all. Um, and, and so and that's Zigo, been really I, a I fun know, I thing. I know that it. name
0: is so unique. Like, Zigo is such a unique name. How did you come up with that, or where did you find that?
1: Well, it, if you're starting your own business, you'll discover that the hardest thing in the world is to get a URL. It's almost harder than even <laughs> getting a trademark. So, we <laughs> went through about 50 different names, but this one actually we settled in on. We It's Zest on the Go, is what it stands for. Um, also, just a little tip out there, the easiest names to remember are consonant, vowel, consonant, vowel. And oh. I think we got the last one available. So, <laughs> so it <laughs> served a number of purposes. You were asking about bumps in the road and that type of thing. I think there um, were, were a few things that I wish I had known along the way that I always tell women that I talk to, to, you know, really be aware of. One is that You need to start, if you don't have expertise in the area that you're going into, like the the worst reason to start a food company is that you have a great recipe. Like that's just not, lots of people have great recipes, right? You have to actually know how to run and grow a food company. So if you don't know that, invest your first, you know, X thousand dollars in going to either conferences, like with the specialty food association so that you can learn about what it means to grow a food company and getting a really good business consultant so that you're really clear on how many years you're going to go without a salary and how much money you're going to have to put into the company. And if those things don't look good on paper, don't even start. That so You will just have so, so much frustration. Um, the other is, you know, a lot of us women are under-resourced in our networks because um, a lot of us have taken time off, and I did, um, in order to raise my kids and so the mom network that we're often in does not invest in each other's companies they don't have businesses that have complementary services we're just not always around people who can actually support us in our business whether we're able to pay them or not we're just not rubbing elbows with those people so find the right people become a women-owned certified business the best certification i've ever gotten and get support from the right people because I wasted a lot of money on consultants. And honestly, I, it was often men. And I thought, okay, this is like, you know, like in high school, I'll be popular if just the right boyfriend will come along. Then then I'll be popular and that'll fix all my social problems. This was my internal conversation all throughout high school. Um, I kind of had that same, like, if I just find the right consultant, then I can really hand things over and it'll be great. And it's not true. You know what you want to do. You know, uh, you have the energy and the time, um, you need to find the right consultants because um, they will just end up spending a lot of your money and it can put you in a worse position. So get involved in the women owned business network. Um, It's WBENC. They have. I can't, I cannot,
0: I cannot, I'm smiling on the other end of the phone because we are, we bank certified. And I think it was life changing for us in having done that. Um, just oh, the good. Network. And also um, both myself and my daughter, we're also Women Presidents Organization members, and I think the Women's Presidents Organization also was life-changing for me. I don't believe my firm would be where it is without it, so I agree with you. The women need to seek out those resources, and... Um, It's great because the journeys are so similar, vastly different industries, but similar journeys, and the support is unbelievable. So I I agree. Certified is the first steps in going to that. But you are also a real trailblazer. Aside um, from Zico, you also have founded a nonprofit that focused on improving nutrition. Can you tell us a little bit of that on all your free time? Now you're also founded a new (laughs) nonprofit. (laughs) I think that's the way. When you when you get a woman that starts a little bit, there's no stopping us. So can you tell us a little bit about your nonprofit?
1: Sure. Yeah. Actually, the nonprofit uh, predates Zego and it still is around today. So when I, I – my career, my paid career, was um, in nonprofit and government work to improve nutrition for low-income kids. So I worked for a member of Congress. I worked for a nonprofit group in California. And when I um, stepped out for a few years when my kids were little – I was on a committee to improve nutrition in the San Francisco Unified School District. And I realized that in order to do that effectively, I needed to form a nonprofit because otherwise people just saw me as, oh, you're just another mom. And I just hate that term anyway. It's so demeaning and diminishing um, and devaluing. But I knew I had to have a nonprofit or they weren't going to listen to me. So. I formed this nonprofit so that I could speak on, you know, that I am defending the kids, not so much the administration or the parents or anything else. My nonprofit stood up for the kids. And we worked in public policy, and we also have some on-the-ground programs to improve nutrition for low-income kids in school. And then, really, I was doing that um, kind of to keep my foot in the water as my kids were little and I wasn't working for anyone else. And then now that I've started ZEGO, part of the point of ZEGO is to funnel money into that nonprofit and help fund those um, projects. And I actually found another mom in almost my exact same situation who had great experience. She's now the executive director of that nonprofit. I don't do a thing, but send her Zigo money. And she is so good at what she does. And. She's kind of in the same position. She doesn't need to get a lot of money right now, but she needs to keep her foot in the water. So it's sort of a perfect situation for both of us.
0: And I think that's a perfect way to sum up what we're doing. It's helping each other. I I would say that that's exactly what you're doing. You're helping other women. And as a result, they will help other women. And that's what it's all about. We always leave our podcast with one key piece of advice for the women listening that you would give them and going forward, if they've heard this podcast today they're maybe thinking of starting something or they're at home and an at-home mom and they're saying you know I've always wanted to but how do I begin what
1: would be your one piece of advice to these to these other moms would, that are would, that are maybe yeah. behind us yeah i would say um, you know understand the industry that you're going into and the on ramp towards breaking even and don't underestimate the capital resources that you're going to need and the difficulty you're going to have in raising that money if you're like a food company if you're going to have years of not being profitable other industries you build you know in a different way and you almost have income as you start from day one Um, so know which type of industry you're getting in Um, and the barriers to women raising money are real i just thought that that was silly and i was a strong woman and i could do anything Um, But the barriers are very, very real. It is very difficult. So just be aware of that and and keep that in mind as you're doing your business planning as well.
0: I agree, Colleen. And the other thing is never give up. Just keep pounding away. If you hit the door long enough, they're going to have to let you in. So, Colleen, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. Your transparency and your just sharing of your journey has been empowering to all of us.
1: Well, thank you, and I hope everyone gets to try Zigo and loves it and shares the word because um, in the world of you know Pepsi and Coke and all these big companies, the marketing noise is so loud. It's really through individual referrals that we grow, and so through the help of our women network, we're hoping that Zego will really be a trendsetter, and in 10 years, people will be looking back and saying, wow, Zigo really changed the landscape of food. Our food supply is safer because we all supported that company and helped it grow.
0: There you go, Colleen. We're all with you. Good luck. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.